0: sisters um oh here we are yes we are live it just my facebook thing said we are live baby we are live hello 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 notice i have the ohio state colors right here
1: hey, you got to shut off your audio your oh computer, i got to shut know. up my audio okay oh yeah yeah, yeah. and i don't <laughs> man i don't want to
0: look at myself either because damn i am ugly i you Hardly. know what I, I i married uh when i was thinner when i had some hair and uh hallelujah because right now i mean if i if i had to be a fish out on the market right now good lord that'd be that'd be tragic i'd have to i'd have to literally make stuff up on my ok cupid or what's it called match.com profile tinder, or something tinder, oh tinder, tinder dude. match i would be i would be i would be an automatic swept left left i would be I, that would be my just my screen name would be <laughs> Swipe swept left, left. <laughs> so good lord um oh that's funny or as my wife says which you know is not an exact compliment um your personality makes you more handsome which which you know that's like saying i'm nice so thank you <laughs> thank you lord jesus that i am not uh, a single man right now um ladies and gentlemen welcome uh we are part of the uh vox we are the vox podcast there's no part of it we record on thursdays so we try to pop onto facebook to answer some questions we get so many questions from so many people um and they're such good questions and man we just feel like we can't do any of them justice but we think it's so important to create a space for people to ask questions um and so, you know, even if the answers uh, are horrible, we think the, the questions are actually worth uh, worth reading and wrestling with. Um, we are, uh, you can find us at voxpodcast.com. Um, And we record, uh, I don't know, 45 minutes, hour-long episodes every week. And then uh, we're part of a Vox community. We planted a church out of that podcast uh, in uh, Placentia, which is a real city. (laughs) And uh, people who've never been to California hear Placentia, and they're like, are you kidding me right now? So anyway, Mike and Andy coming to you live from the Vox World headquarters, they're cl- it's cleaned right, and it's uh,
1: a and the thing is, you're watching you're watching us answer questions live more than ask
0: them. So event- I mean, yes. I maybe
1: eventually we'll let you guys ask some questions and we'll do that, but or, we just get so
0: many. Or we're wondering about actually recording the um, the actual podcast the actual podcast live on Facebook and having you ask questions. Uh, as we go, yeah. Because what we say is so fascinating. Uh, we know you'd just be—you'd love to watch it. Thrilled. I'm um, sure. Okay, so we got some questions today, Mister Andy. Yep. Uh, holy cow, we got some questions in this week that I don't even know. So these were, these were um, ones that we could try to do justice uh, to in like you know five minutes. Yeah. But there are some. These I'm are the looking diet at... questions oh, my. today.
1: Yes, whole thirty questions.
0: Yep. All right, so here we go.
1: Okay, number one. Uh, does God have a plan for our lives? It seems pretty hopeless to think that we're the victims of other people's free will or that everything is just up to us. Some people say God has plans and purposes, while others say we have the freedom to choose
0: which one is accurate. Oh, it, Both. Both are accurate, Mr. Andy. Of course, God has plans and purposes. Um, The question is, how specific are those plans and purposes? So, um, uh, and, and a lot of what we read in the, in the Bible is descriptive, not prescriptive. So, so God will have um, a specific wife for Isaac. But that doesn't mean God has a specific wife for everyone. We've even talked about, Mm. you know, the myth of the soulmate or or Paul will have, he'll be trying to go to this country and the door will close and God appears to him in a dream and says, go over here. Doesn't mean that happens for everybody. So on the one hand, of course, God has plans and purposes. those purposes and plans, though, are very different from the purposes and plans Americans have for themselves. So instead of life, liberty and the pursuit of happiness, God is much more interested in holiness, um, uh, manifesting the fruit of the. Spirit being conformed to the image of Christ, uh, being a person that embodies good news. So, so um, to to a big degree, his plans and purposes are much different than ours. I, I've run, I've come across people who are just convinced God has a specific car for them, a specific house for them, a specific neighbor for them uh, to move next to. Um, and and I'm open to the idea that there are times when God has that. Um, we've had doors open and close um uh around those sorts of decisions before um but what i think the scriptures teach instead is something called discernment and something called wisdom uh discernment is partnering with the holy spirit and partnering with the community of god to discern what's right and best um not necessarily what's god's will because i think god at times doesn't care what house we're choosing but is much more interested in why we're choosing the house that we're choosing or what values mm-hmm. are represented by the house that we're choosing so God is much more interested in those sorts of things than I think the specific outcome of the decision. Discernment has to do with outcomes of decisions. And 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 uh, that's when I get together with, um, with uh, trusted comrades. That's when we are praying and discerning uh, to try to discern what's best. That's not necessarily with here's the magic formula to try to find God's mysterious will. That's not what this is. Wisdom likewise is taught through so much through the scriptures, obviously in the Old Testament, where there are just general ways of living and thinking and being in the world um, that are better than other ways of thinking, living and being in the world. And so for me, do I think God has a plan for you? Of course, he has a plan for you. Uh, that plan for you is very different from the plan you have for you. Um, and part of the growth in um, in uh, Jesus following is learning that his kingdom is the one that we're submitting to, not my own. His agenda, not my own. His Uh, his desires, not my own. And that becomes a really hard thing. And so because of that, we think there should be some sort of um, ironclad way of discerning his will, when in actuality, God, I think, is working in us to become the kinds of people who would naturally want what God wants and wouldn't need it written on a wall Hmm. for us to know. So anyway, what kind of car would uh, God want for you? Well, right now he wants a 2000 Ford excursion that gets nine miles to the gallon and has a carbon footprint the size of Iowa. So, clearly, he loves that one. It's uh, like I, I'm embodying Jonah and the whale anytime I get into that thing, man. That thing is a beast.
1: Oh, man. Okay, number two. How do you deal with depression and anxiety? Well, right
0: now, poorly, poorly. Um, <laughs> I've had, oh, and, 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 I, I don't know if you're asking in general, if you're asking because I've been open about Tips and this. tricks. Um, yeah. Um, so, so, uh, there've been a couple of times I'm in the middle of one now where, um, anxiety and depression have been really, really bad for me. Um, I was uh, diagnosed with some health stuff and and my anxiety got a hold of that. And then it just kind of takes off and becomes a a thing that's really debilitating for me. And then it leads to depression because I I don't feel able to escape it. And so, um, how I deal with it um, <laughs> when I'm when I'm unhealthy, I deal with it by running, by medicating uh, it through food or or other avenues that aren't healthy. Um, uh, I, I I isolate. I um, I am debilitated. Um, uh, when I'm healthy, when I'm working on it in a healthy way, I, I, I see myself as a whole person. So I don't see it as just one slice. So I see it as a physical issue, I see it as a mental issue, an emotional issue, a spiritual issue. On the physical side, I um, I'm just beginning now to be able to exercise. I was diagnosed with a heart issue and and then had surgery for something else. And so I'm just now being able to like exercise a little bit, which is a massive anxiety reducer. Um, Try to take lots of vitamin D, try to get a good night's sleep. Um, I'm taking some medication for the anxiety just so I can function a bit, which um, I don't, I've been on meds, but those uh, stopped working for whatever reason. So I'm on new ones. Uh, I'm in therapy. Uh, to work on the mental and emotional stuff, um, and uh, talk therapy is something that's very helpful. I'm with uh, a, a very gifted woman um, helping me think through some of these things, and then spiritually, I've got some folks who are, are very aware spiritually of spiritual warfare, of discernment, of of intuition, and and kind of words and pictures, and um, and so all of that. Uh, the goal of all of that is to to be healed, not just relief. Although I would kill for relief some days, um, to be healed. So I, ha- I I don't feel any stigma about it. I don't feel embarrassed about it anymore. I don't feel like I need to have more faith um, spiritually. I feel like um, reading the Bible and praying is huge, but that's not just the only answer. So being open. Uh, uh, Friends like Andy and others have been really, really supportive. So thank you for asking. I don't know if it was specific to me, but that's how I've learned uh, to deal with it. The biggest thing, though, is to not keep it secret. And to begin to ask for help nice. and, and see yourself as a whole person, that, that there's many, there are many components to it. And, and in fact, my, my therapist says, you know, anxiety is a symptom, not a root. Hmm. And um, so we got to get at what the root is. And for me, I'm, hmm. I'm not quite sure outside of just being a freak. So there you go.
1: <laughs> uh, maybe this is the root. Uh, a question came in. How do you deal with Andy. Oh my
0: God! Well, those two those those two things are related. One in the same. Did that come in? Did that come in? At, it, was, it was on the comments. All right. So so here's 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 how I think about Andy. Everybody uh, needs to help somebody who is less privileged and gifted than they are, and so I, I've just chosen Andy uh, to be that guy. And uh, no, um, Andy Andy brings a refreshingly hipster but non-understandable perspective on many things like coffee and jeans and <laughs> hockey that uh, I think our world needs and believes. in. Right.
1: Speaking of coffee and hockey at the same time.
0: Okay. Is that, that's a, that's a hockey player holding up a coffee mug.
1: That's right. Because Because okay. Violent Gentlemen came out with a brand called Violent Gentlemen Coffee Club. Perfect. So that happened. Perfect. Okay. All right. Last Great question. question. Why does God so often make us wait for things that are really important to us?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my. <laughs> See answer number one. Um, Because what's often important to us isn't often important to God. And let me clarify that. Because on the one hand, everything important to us is important to God. God cares, you know, Jesus presents this image of God knowing the hairs of our head, and um, which, you know, it's easier for some than others. (laughs) Um, uh, And and that we're worth much more than just a sparrow that's sold for two pennies. So, So on the one hand, God does care about everything that's important to us. On the other hand, though, the things that are um, important to us aren't always the things that are most important to God, like the kind of car or the kind of job or whatever. Um, And God is much more interested in the way we're being formed through the midst of those decisions, I think, sometimes. Um, And so the delays come. Um, not out of God's um, harshness, but out of his mercy. There, there have been so many occasions when I've asked for something that I thought was incredibly important that I'm thrilled that God did not give me. And I've received things that I did not want that um, I'm now thrilled that God did give me. And, and so I've learned um, this whole timing thing with God is, is very, very difficult. And one of the ways that God trains me to trust him is by not reacting as a vending machine every time I'm asking, but rather a partner or a a father or a mother or a, a, a relational um, cooperative participant. And um, a lot of what God does, I'm learning. Uh, you see it in the Psalms, but you also see it in the writings of some of the ancient spiritual writers that have gone before us that God um that God treats us differently in different seasons it's always out of love but it's often for training there are times when prayer is magnificent and Bible reading is ecstatic and worship just oh it's phenomenal and uh, and then there are other times when it seems distant and when it seems flat and it seems empty and sometimes that's of our own doing but sometimes that's God removing all of the props that have propped up our faith and asking us to trust him even when we don't feel it, even when we, mm-hmm. we're we not sure about it. And so um, I I think that there are delays. I think one of the reasons that there are delays is that our world is incredibly complicated, so we have other wills being done. So if I keep praying, hey, God, force this person to accept you, force this person to accept <laughs> you, God's not gonna answer that prayer that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so the world's complex, there are other wills being done. I think that there are things that God simply knows better, and, um, and is saying no or delaying because there is a better timing to come. Or um, he's saying no, and we're just interpreting it as him being silent. So, <laughs> so I, when we talk about prayer, Uh, The hardest thing about prayer is we try to reduce it to some sort of formula that we can understand, when in actuality, it is an expression of this cooperative participant, but God can't trust us yet with his power because of what we do with it. So Mm. it it is both, it is simultaneously the cooperative participating with God in the outworking of God's power and training us to be safe with God's power were we to have say over it. And, uh, and I think delay and waiting and dependence, all of those things are central to that project. Wow. Wow. Great. So, hey, the medication's working. <laughs> uh, no, um, anyway, we, we are so thrilled um, to, to do what we get to do. We'll, uh, any questions, uh, go ahead and throw them on Facebook or email them to us. Um, I've it, also it, added the, um, I'll add it in the description.
1: It's not there at this moment, but I'll add in the text number. So I added oh, yes. I added that last week and I we actually got some of the some of your questions came in through there. Oh, so my Lord. Yeah, we've opened that up to you guys.
0: We're being swamped. So this week at the church, we've got questions about homosexuality and judgment. We've got questions about communion. We've got questions about um oh, what else was it? Um, I don't know. Big questions. They were so big I've forgotten them. Uh no, uh greed, um, <laughs> <laughs> what happened to people who died before Jesus came? Why does Jesus call a woman a dog? What's our uh, view of women teaching? Um, holy moly. Yeah. So, so anyway, we got, a, we got a lot to cover. So anyway, my brothers and sisters, have a great rest of your day. Thanks for tuning in.